Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Monday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. That is where you go for the best in the business since 1983. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, or find out about their quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning non-commissioned sales staff at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated, the best of the best, the top-rated sportsbook app. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure that you are doing so and start making money today. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Titans of the Preds, who have a major announcement. Apparently tomorrow, we saw press release come out earlier this afternoon. And of course, A to Z Sports Prime Time, sell for more with the Gary Ashton team. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs, commercially or residentially as well. So it's been a long time since we've talked about the Titans. I mean, it's been a long time since we've talked just generally. Uh, we missed you, Bucks, says something. See, well, I missed the hell out of all y'all, too. It's fantastic to see everybody in here uh, tonight. Frankie Allen says, this radio stuff is boring. Well, Frankie, dummy, clearly this is not radio because you're watching me on Facebook. Uh, wait, am I on a terrestrial radio signal? How, how Frankie, how am I going to come back from vacation and I'm already going to need to clap back at something some, something dumb that somebody said. Frankie, there is nothing. There is literally nothing that says radio on this. I do have a radio show, however. If you would like to listen to the radio show, it is on from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. It's a great time. It's called The Buck Rising Show. You can't miss it. Good time. Anyway, back here on the primetime show, the streaming show, we have Titans to talk about. Because there is a lot of stuff happening in, uh, in, uh, in relation to injury. In relation to injury and guys who are declaring themselves, you know, available to return. Now, official confirmation of Taylor Lewan and Caleb Farley and AJ Brown has not yet been had. Um, but so far, it is trending in the right direction for Titans fans who are anxious to see their star players back out on the field. Uh, Bucket Reboot says, so rumors of him being back are far fetched. Yes, Bucket. Indeed, they are. Welcome back, buddy. Great to have the dad humor off and rolling in a big way on this Monday night. Brad Benson says he can't wait until Farley gets on the field. So let's talk about it because he put out a hype video on his Instagram uh, probably a little less than a week ago, about five days ago. Uh, Caleb Farley's Instagram is at CR underscore Farley if you'd like to give him a follow if you don't already. So the question I would like to know from Titans fans because – the team is not going to put timelines on things, but that doesn't mean that you can't have your expectations. So your Two Rivers Ford take here on a Monday night, when do you expect Caleb Farley to be back? When would you like him back? When you would? When would you expect him to be back? Understanding that we don't know the full picture on the medicals. That's something that we need to say, something that we need to make sure that we're out there. This is just speculation. This is Nobody, you know, to harmless speculation is what I would say. Nobody's putting any pressure on Caleb Farley to rush back. I mean, well, I'm sure some people, at least some of you people, and I do mean you people, are putting pressure on Caleb Farley to get back, but in a, in a friendly way right now. Something that's not, you know, not going to affect Caleb Farley one way or the other. When do you expect Caleb Farley to return 
from his injuries? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. We will discuss at length together here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. So, uh, when he is completely healed, says Karen O'Keefe. Yes, Karen. That way, and and I don't mean to dismiss it that way, because Karen, you know that that is the that is the correct answer, right? But there are some there are some layers to this that we're going to get into over the course of this evening's show. Uh, before we do that, before we get into your Two Rivers Four take, we'll read a lot of your comments, and you'll see Caleb Farley's video that he put out on his Instagram page last week. Before we do that, I'll tell you quickly about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Since 1983, nearly 40 years in the automotive industry, Two Rivers Ford has been absolutely killing it here in Middle Tennessee, providing you great value and American-made Ford vehicles of all shapes and sizes designed to uh, to fit your family's budgets and your needs. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet has all manner of cool new Ford vehicles to show off to you as well for you to test drive, window shop, or anything in between. The new F-150, the electric 2022 Lightning F-150, the all-electric Mach-E Mustang, and my personal favorite, the 2021 Ford Bronco. Go check them out. Do uh, do your homework and make sure that you're working with the non-commissioned sales staff that puts zero pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. We do the Two Rivers Ford take each and every night. Lewis L. Train Morgan says, as soon as he's healthy, don't rush things. Lucas Burke says, I wouldn't be upset if all uh, if all big offseason defensive stars don't play week one. So let me let me make sure that I'm that I'm understanding this correctly, Lucas, because I don't want to mix up your words. So you would not be upset if all of the big offseason defensive stars don't play week one. So you're talking about like offseason acquisitions. So that would include free agents. That would include draft picks. So we're talking about Bud Dupree. We're talking about Danico Autry. We're talking Caleb Farley, Elijah Molden. I mean, Rashad Weaver, for all intents and purposes. So what? I, I guess I don't understand. I mean, most of those players are going to be available, you know, provided that they don't get injured in the future. But to to say that you wouldn't be upset if, if none of your offseason acquisitions, draft or free agent-wise, don't play week one. I mean, I would think you would be, you know, rioting. I think there would be pitchforks and flames in the streets, pitchforks and torches. Uh, so I don't necessarily understand what you mean by that. Puka says, is he talking about the preseason? Maybe so. I just wanted to make sure that I got uh Lucas. Lucas says, yes, let them rest. So he's talking about week one. I don't, I don't uh I don't get that at all. Daniel Green says, uh the, <laughs> the F out of here. LOL. Uh, Bud Dupree being the biggest defensive addition, says Philip Anderson. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, with with Bud Dupree. It's a different situation, right? ACLs, different timeline. We know more about ACLs than we do, for example, about this the status of Caleb Caleb Farley's back because ACL procedures are routine. Back surgeries, two of them, much less. Um, disectomies, from from what I understand, having never had one from for myself, but just talking to people who have had the procedure. Obviously, everybody is different. Each case is unique. So we don't know what will be different about Caleb Farley's case than, you know, for example, my uh, my uh, my teammate at the zone, Ron Slay, also had a disectomy during his career and kind of outlined what the experience was like for him. Two different sports, two different people, two different shapes and sizes of human beings. 
Uh, Titans for Life says, sorry, will not be available. Talking about Bud Dupree week one. I, I don't expect him to be either, but, you know, Jeff Simmons, it was a wonder to see him go from February tearing his ACL pre-draft to playing in October, that uh, that rookie year of his. It was, uh, but, you know, not everybody should be graded on the same trajectory as Jeffrey Simmons was. Jeffrey Simmons a little bit of a freak, not not that Bud Dupree isn't capable, but uh, the way that he came back from that was, I think, pretty shocking to everybody. Lucas is Lucas is saying, just saying, don't rush these injured injured players back. I understand. I, I understand what you're saying, um, and you're not talking about all of your defensive players. Danigo Autry, who by all accounts is healthy, Rashad Weaver, whose court date uh, will not take place until I believe October, if I understand correctly, and seems things seem to have quieted down legally around him. Um, and then there's Elijah Molden, who did experience some kind of setback, some kind of injury uh, that made him limited throughout the course of the offseason, but looked to be trending in the right direction when last we saw him. Donovan says, does Weaver start game one? I mean, assuming that nothing comes out from a legal standpoint, I don't know that he starts, but I, he would play. He would absolutely play. He's uh, he's a talented player. He is somebody who is going to make a big difference if he can, if he does, uh, you know, if he is declared free of these charges uh, or if the charges are dropped or, or something is, you know, whether it's a settlement, whatever happens in the case of Rashad Weaver, he is going to play substantial snaps for this team throughout the course of the year. They need more pass rush. He provides uh, a stout player that you can, that you can use that he, he was working out with the outside linebackers. He played and in college, he played inside at the senior bowl, something that Mike Brabel really seemed to favor uh, but with Caleb Farley, you know, he puts out this Instagram post last week and everybody gets excited. And I would say to you, just don't don't jump to conclusions because it is promising. It is good to see that he's in good spirits, but don't make too much of something that, you know, isn't telling you the full story. Caleb Farley's Instagram post uh, about a week ago saying that uh, saying that you know that he was back. I'll read the I'll read the caption exactly, so I'm quoting him accurately on Caleb Farley's Instagram. Uh, three back, feeling like myself again with uh, a heart emoji and a few other emojis as well. Cr underscore Farley on Instagram if you want to throw the Titans' first round pick a follow if you're not already doing so. Now Kenston who is an avid consumer of a lot of our Titans media content, whether that be me or, or Kaharski or Tehran says again, TD talking about Tehran Davenport of ESPN said that Farley told him personally that there was a chance he could have played during OTAs. 
Um, but they wanted to play it slow. Good sign. So I did not, I did not see, uh, I did not see TD's reporting on that. Uh, maybe that was a part of the podcast. I'm not sure, but I'll take Kenson's word for it. Having not heard it myself, it's entirely possible because I do know, uh, I know Farley's first media appearance was on uh, the Zone Three HL because that worked. You know, we work for the Titans Radio flagship so the 3hl got first crack at him but i know that farley did come on Teron's podcast later uh after the draft process sometimes at some point during the offseason so it's entirely possible that that was a conversation that they had on the talking with td podcast uh donovan says i heard farley changed his number to three maybe so i i had not seen that uh but again i've been out on vacation for a week so that it's possible that i missed a number change um, that was on his hour segment two weeks ago on Stillman and Company. Okay, thank you, Kenson. I appreciate uh, that context. So, with Caleb Farley, it is it is good to see. It's good to hear that from Tehran, uh, if if that is indeed the case, and it's good to see that he's in good spirits and and he looks to be trending in the right direction. Right. Uh, when we talked to John Robinson about this after the first night of the draft back in April. John said that the medical evaluations that his staff, uh, that the Titan staff did on Caleb Farley checked out something, uh, an injury that they were comfortable with and, and comfortable with the progress that he had made since the second back procedure that he ended up having. But I would say that don't, don't jump to conclusions just because a post came out a week ago. Cause I saw, for example, and, and rep Ryan of Titans radio, um, who is an incredible human being and does great work for Titans radio and the Titans radio network. Uh, tweeted, you know, excited, excitedly about Caleb Farley declaring that he's back and AJ Brown doing the same and Taylor Lewan. We'll get to those two momentarily here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, promo code A2Z Sports. Um, but I do think that, you know, best best to just kind of temper expectations with Caleb Farley because when I when I ask you guys, when do you expect Caleb Farley to be back? The, the answer, as Karen earlier pointed out, was, you know, whenever he's fully rested and, and healthy and ready to roll, right? Don't don't rush things. That is something that nobody really seems to have an answer to right now. Caleb Farley seems to be comfortable with where he's at in his rehabilitation process. That's great news. I, I would just say to you that it's been, it's and, and this year is a little different. We're a little more disconnected from these guys during the offseason because of COVID, the last two offseasons because of uh, the way COVID has kind of changed the dynamic between media and reporting and players. But it seems to be pretty quiet around him right now outside of the social media posts. So we don't know the status of Caleb Farley. We know that it is trending positively at this point. I saw Jim Wyatt put in his mailbag, and, and Jimmy's pretty tuned into these things, given that he works for the team. and He wouldn't be putting uh, – he wouldn't be getting information from the team to – uh, lead fans on is the is the word that I would say. But what Jim said in his mailbag was that basically, you know, they they are they are uncertain of how soon it will be before he is ready to ready to play, ready to participate in these drills, whether he's ready to even be a limited participant as Elijah Molden was throughout the course of the offseason. But it is it is too soon to jump to these assumptions that Caleb Farley is back and ready to go as we sit here on Monday, July 12th. And maybe maybe not a lot of people are doing that. Maybe that was just like a loud minority in my Twitter mentions. Uh, once I you know tune back into the world coming off vacation, 
and trying to, you know, that's the last vacation that I'm going to take until the bye week, baby. We're back and we're rolling through football season, by the way. It's exciting stuff. And I'm ready to get back to work uh, in a, uh, well, I've been working, but get back to work in a full capacity covering games and traveling to games and uh, and getting more access for you guys because it sounds like we're going to have a little better access this year with the uh, pandemic restrictions starting to lift a little bit in the NFL. So too early to say. Nobody really at this point knows what the status of Caleb Farley 100% is, whether he is completely uh, rehabilitated or whether this is something that's, you know, he's just got time to kill and he's excited about where he is and he's excited to get rolling because he's an excitable guy. And that's great news. You want him to be passionate about uh, playing for your football team. Shohei Otani right now at bat Atlas uh, seems to be absolutely mashing in the home run derby. I've got it on in the office right now. Uh, I would say too early to say in regards to Caleb Farley, don't hype yourself up unnecessarily like a lot of you did today with the Ryan Tannehill being left off ESPN's top 10 list. When do you expect Caleb Farley back here on A to Z Sports Prime Time? Let me know in the comments section. And we'll continue this discussion together right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. The best in the business is DraftKings Sportsbook because it is my favorite sportsbook. Speaking of America, our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for the gold. They are getting ready to compete for the gold. And DraftKings has a medal worthy offer just for my listeners and viewers. Place any pre-event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits. If America wins any medal this year, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A to Z Sports when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code A to Z Sports to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports. Get in on the action for the Olympics this year. Very exciting stuff. Danley Sutherland says he doesn't think much of the video, honestly, talking about the Caleb Farley video. You know, I think I think Danny, you're probably being rational about this, right? And and now this time of the year, where it's not just the off season, but it's it's summer vacation for for the NFL. I mean, I've just come back from vacation because this is my time to take vacation as an NFL reporter. The players, the coaches, um, yes, they're doing work. Yes, you're seeing John Robinson speaking at uh, events. Uh, the Nashville Rotary, I saw he was uh, he was holding court today, joking about the kicker competition and things of that nature. Maybe not something he should be joking about, given how shaky they've been at the kicking position. But, you know, Danny, I think a lot of people look at the video and say, yeah, what's what's the big deal? He's just, a, he's just a kid posting on social media. That's largely how I'm looking at it, too. That doesn't mean that he's not progressing. That doesn't mean that he's not on track in his rehab. I just think a lot of people I saw over the course of last week declaring Caleb Farley uh, to have been declaring himself back by putting out that video, which I think is uh, a bit overstated. Um, Chris Frazier says he'll be back when camp starts, but take it easy. Uh, good evening, Buck and everybody. Glad to be back. I had hip surgery replacement. Well, glad to see you, Stacy. I'm glad. I hope that, uh, that everything is, uh, recovering well as, uh, and I hope your rehabilitation as we talk about, 
uh, rehabbing for Caleb Farley. I hope Stacy's is going well too. So best wishes and a speedy recovery for Stacy Wills in the comments on Facebook. Luke Corbett says, I think the team itself has that answer, but definitely will not share. They have instructed Caleb Farley not to share explicitly. Uh, that, Luke, that's probably the most spot-on comment that any good, anybody's going to make tonight because that's the one thing that the Titans don't want to mess with. That's the one thing that the Titans coaches, particularly Mike Vrabel, wants to mess with. Don't talk about injuries. Don't put timelines on injuries. Don't give updates on injuries. Don't uh, don't even think, speak, uh, you know, uh, don't look up the word injury in the dictionary. Don't acknowledge injury or anything of the sort. It's the word, you know, it's it's he who must not be named, except it's not a person. It's a it's a thing. Don't talk about injuries. So I'm certain that that's been the case. And, you know, whether he ends up doing it, social media, sometimes it's a don't press send type situation. I don't think it was one of those. I think it's just Caleb Farley with time on his hands. Somebody put together uh, a highlight reel of him that he really liked, and he's excited to get back to playing football. I think that's all to make of this video at this point. Uh, Josh Carroll says, Vrabel is a player's coach. Ooh, I lost Josh Carroll's comment. Let's see if I can go back and find it here quickly before we move on. Okay. Vrabel is a player's coach. He's going to keep things quiet and play them when they are 100% ready. So, you know, the thing I'll say about Mike, um, is that's, that's a consistent message from the players. You know, I remember Taylor Lewan, probably the most recent to give voice to, you know, Vrabel handles injuries a lot differently than other coaches uh, around the league. Certainly this may be a new school, not that Vrabel's all that new school, but he is a newer coach in the NFL, even though he's heading into his fourth year comes in thinking differently than, you know, say for example, Mike Malarkey who sounds like handled injuries a little bit differently from new coaches like Mike uh, Mike Vrabel. So Vrabel, at this time of year, he wants them to be 100% ready, 100% healthy. During the season, it's a more difficult task, but I do think that they, they focus on these individual programs for players that drive fans crazy because you want to know what's going on. You want to talk about injuries. You want to know what's happening. You want to know who's going to be playing on Sunday before you buy a ticket. I totally get that. And the players, I think, really respect and appreciate Vrabel's unwillingness to get into injuries publicly because that puts more pressures on the players themselves. Uh, let's move on and let's get going to talk about two impact players who declared themselves back over the weekend, whether Vrabel wanted them to talk about injuries or not. It seems we have updates on A.J. Brown and Taylor Lewan. Uh, let us, why don't I text Vrabel and ask, says cards, Titans, Grizz. So Mike, Mike, I think if I was to message him in some form or fashion this week, he would have politely told me to go bleep myself uh, because he was playing golf in this, uh, in this celebrity golf tournament with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Joe Buck. And uh, I saw who else was out there. Michael Strahan, CC Sabathia, uh, Vrabel was, I think he was a part of a group with Larry the Cable Guy, like it was a star-studded lineup of celebrities and people from around the world of sports. Justin Timberlake playing in the celebrity golf tournament. I can't think of the uh, the name of it right now at Lake Tahoe, but I think if I'd have texted Vrabel while he was out golfing, he'd probably or or messaged Mike in some form or fashion while he was out golfing. He would have kindly told me to go bleep myself. Is probably how that conversation would have gone. Marcus Allen, another one says Josh Carroll. That's correct. 
Uh, Otani and Soto in a second swing off says, uh, says who's that on uh, Philip Anderson on Facebook live. Yeah. We're keeping tabs of what's happening right now in the home run derby. Everybody's got their phones out. So it seems like we're going uh, swing off two swings remaining right now for Soto, who is at bat with his 29th home run. That one looks like it's got enough. That will be 30 to Otani's 28. They're getting hyped up against each other. This is great competition if you're not watching the Home Run Derby while we're hanging out here with us. Uh, Donovan says he's slow and washed up, in my opinion. Donovan, who are you talking about slow and? Oh, Richard Sherman. That's a conversation having. uh, uh, having, uh, uh, You guys are having a conversation amongst yourselves in the comments on YouTube. Oh, come on, Bucks. This Titan for Life Rabel would absolutely welcome your inquiry. Yeah, that that's, sounds about right. If I, if I got a hold of him during the offseason and said, hey, Mike, let's talk about injuries. Why you got a second? While you're on the golf course, I'm sure you don't mind, right? Yeah, I, I would have uh, I would have probably, he would have flung a golf course, uh, a golf club at my head from, from Lake Tahoe to Nashville, Tennessee, and probably struck me right between my eyes. Anyway, Vrabel, she says, Pook, I don't know about that. Um, but here on the primetime show, let's talk about other impact players. Let's talk about Taylor Lewan and AJ Brown because they had some exciting news for Titans fans over the weekend. The question that I want to know from you guys or that I want to ask you guys that you will need to answer is which returning Titans player is most essential? Is it Taylor Lewan or is it AJ Brown? Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube. And Twitch, the swing off Soto is hype right now. Uh, on in the home run derby competition, 31 Otani now up in the swing off, three swings remaining. He is at 28. Soto finishing with 31. Very exciting if you're keeping track of that. Which returning Titans player most essential, Taylor Lewan or AJ Brown? You guys, uh, give me your responses and we'll talk about it together. Over the course of the primetime show, right after I remind you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, that's Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all your HVAC needs. They will put you in a position to succeed. They will get you in your comfort zone now that we are in the heat of summer. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical for your commercial needs and your residential HVAC work, preventative or reactionary, Brimac.com. Uh, Otani celebrating right now. It seems that Soto, or excuse me, not Otani celebrating. It seems that Soto has won. I missed the at-bat for Otani uh, here in the Home Run Derby competition. Really, really fun watch thus far. Jesus, that's the easiest question of all time, says John Doucette. Well, uh, then you should probably answer it instead of giving me snark. John, shouldn't you? There's no answer. From John. He's just saying it's the easiest answer of all time and then not giving me an answer. So if it's so obvious, say it, John. Don't uh don't screw around. Give me your response. Play the game. Uh <laughs> the club would come through the phone. LOL says Danny Sutherland. Yeah, that's right. Buck and Vrabel on the bus with the boys, says Jimmy Allen. So I uh when I I, I did I did I've never been on bussing with the boys. Uh, but Will Compton, by the way, who has been on a three-week honeymoon, will be back on the radio show on Wednesday, so we'll catch up with all things bussing then with Will and see where he is in his, uh, his job hunt. But So I did, before they got franchised by Barstool, I went out 
to the bus to, you know, help them really grow their Facebook platform. Matt Neely, who was a friend of mine, uh, was one of their producers. He's one of the people that like got the, the Bustin' with the Boys concept together and helped them get a focus and get that thing on, on track after they bought the bus before they really, you know, turned it into what it is now. And so we went out there and we did a, we did a live streamed A to Z sports live stream of my podcast, of my podcast on the bus using their mics. And so we did that. We had a good time and I was leaving the bus. And as I was walking out into the parking lot of the place where they kept this bus, there was a car pulling in because they said that they had an interview to do after I wrapped up with them. And so the person who pulls into the parking lot is Mike Vrabel. And he <laughs> rolls down the window and he's looking at us because uh, it's me and Zach Bingham went with me because this was the first live stream that I'd ever done for ADC. I had no idea how to set up any of the equipment. I had no idea what I was doing. So Zach went to make sure, basically hold my hand uh, against his better judgment probably because Juan still hates him. Um, but to go out and make sure that I had it all set up. So we're walking out of the parking lot afterwards and Vrabel is pulling in and he rolls down the window and he says, what the hell are you guys doing here? And I was like, oh, well, we just, uh, we just wrapped up the, we warmed them up for you. We got them going before they taped the Vrabel, you know, chop my dick off for a Super Bowl episode. So I, I brought a bottle of bourbon out to the bus. I don't know. This was a peace offering um, because at the time I was brokering a piece between A to Z sports and Taylor Lewan because Taylor largely hates Austin and Zach, uh, most days, but he's, he, I think he's getting, uh, getting to be a better sport about it. So I brought a bottle of bourbon out there. I don't know who consumed the bourbon, but I do know that the bourbon got drank as my peace offering to the boys on the bus, which is how that relationship got started, uh, which was a good time. Now I've ex just extremely distracted myself. Uh, Kenneth Schwint says, Marigoda? No, it was Taylor Lewan. Uh, Lawan, no depth of tackles. Th that's the question that we're talking about. Who is most important? Who is, uh, who is most essential Taylor Lawan or AJ Brown? You know, I thought about this for a while and it's not like it's great news that you're getting both of them back. Great news that you're getting both of them back. I'll fight Taylor any day says Kenneth. All right. Godspeed. Um, I, I thought about this for a while and it's good news for you that you have both two players like this. Uh, great, great offensive, uh, offensive, uh, one offensive skill player and one offensive lineman, a Pro Bowl caliber offensive tackle who is among probably the top five, top 10 at his position, depending on how he rebounds from injury this year. But then, uh, but then I got to thinking about it more. And it's not just because the Titans have Julio Jones. Do I think that makes. A.J. Brown just slightly less essential than Taylor Lewan at this point. It's not that both of them aren't critical to what the Titans want to do on offense. It's just that it's a hell of a lot harder to get the ball to Julio and A.J. if you don't have competent blocking on your blind side. Now, this was something that the Titans offense really held together pretty well after Taylor went down, and, and he he got nicked up a couple times throughout the course of of the, I think he, I think he played through six games. I think he got injured in the Texans game before he ended up being lost for the season with a torn ACL. And and he played well even when he, uh, even when he was dealing with some uh, some nicks and bruises. Then Sam Brelo came in and played really well. In fact, he got a, another contract out of it here in Tennessee. Even Questenberry, when he went in, was able to hold things down on the left side 
in a way that the, the pass protection didn't completely blow apart. And that's a credit to the entire offensive line, not just the replacement left tackles. But uh, what I'll say to you is that Taylor makes a huge difference, makes all the difference in the world as far as I'm concerned for that passing game, for that running game. In particular, run left is not just a slogan on a hat. Run left is important. Run left is uh, really where the Titans offense, especially in that 2019 playoff run with him and Saffold, just absolutely caving dude's skulls in. Lawan at this point, not, not I won't say by a lot, because A.J. Brown is a fantastic player, and you need A.J. to pair alongside with Julio Jones. But Taylor Lawan right now is uh, is a luxury that you didn't know you could, uh, that you, that you, I, I think a luxury that a lot of people have taken for granted. I think you'll see how big a difference he makes once he's inserted back into the lineup. I'm going to show you how great I am. Great I am. Great I am. This kid's going to be somebody better than anybody ever knew. I'm going to show you how great I am. Taylor Lewan putting out that he is back on social media, getting excited, uh, getting people excited about having him back on the left side for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, uh, Titans for Life says, didn't we win the division last year without Taylor? Now, this is an interesting way to put this question, and I, I appreciate you know, the devil's advocate in this. Titans for Life says, didn't we win the division last year without Taylor? Could we do that without A.J.? It's an interesting way to kind of reevaluate the question because that's true. You did win the division without Taylor Lewan down the stretch. I do think that having Taylor Lewan on the left side of the football here, – here's what I'll say, okay? In the Ravens game, in the playoff game, Derrick Henry was summarily shut down. The left side of the Titans' offensive line – particularly David Questenberry, whether it would have been the same for Sam Braylor or not, I can't say. We don't know. To do the analysis in retrospect doesn't work that way. But that offensive line, and Derrick Henry in particular, were stifled. The offense was stifled. And really, up front, they lost a lot of one-on-one -on -one matchups. They were put in compromising positions because they were outmanned up front. And that is not something... That, will, that was lost uh, on me at all. AJ kept us in about three games single-handedly, says DJ Bacon Bits. Please don't take this as me diminishing AJ Brown. I, I think the world of AJ Brown. I'm just looking at the last game that I saw the Tennessee Titans play, right? The last team that I, or the last game that I saw the Tennessee Titans play, I don't know if Taylor Lewan makes a difference enough for them to win that game. But I do know that Ryan Tannehill did not have time in his pass sets. I do know that Derrick Henry was not able to gain any momentum because the offensive line in front of him, especially on the left side, was getting pushed back into his lap before he could get momentum going. I do know that Taylor Lewan, when he's right, is probably a top five player on this football team right now. I, saying a left tackle makes a difference in a playoff game, 
is I just I don't think that's I don't think that's an assessment that I can do. But if you're asking me about winning the division and 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 without Taylor as opposed to would you be able to do that without AJ? I I think I think to have them both is a is a blessing that Titans fans should consider themselves lucky for. But what I saw in the last game showed me that they needed more physicality up front, that they needed more aggression up front, that they needed the offensive line that really helped propel them and Derrick Henry to a an AFC championship game appearance, if not a win. He is he is a an essential. He's the Taylor Lewan when you think about this, okay? And I would not I would not I would not give him this credit lightly. But when you look at Taylor and the trajectory of where the Titans were before Taylor got here and where they are now and what else stayed and went after Lawan, Lawan is basically the cornerstone for the rebuild. Now, this was a previous administration, right? This was Rustin Webster. Rustin Webster didn't have a lot of good football players that he ended up selecting. If you go back through those drafts, especially the last year that got him fired, it was egregious what Rustin Webster did to the Titans roster. But he got Taylor Lewan right at a time when a lot of Titans fans were probably pissed because you didn't think that you needed help at left tackle. And in fact, I'm sure the incumbent at left tackle probably wasn't pleased to see Taylor Lewan either at the time. But Lewan is the foundational piece, is the building block for where this offense has been able to go because they solidified that spot in particular. They were able to move on. They got it right at left tackle. And it's made all the difference in the world for, I mean, the better part of it's, it's nearly a, a nearly a decade now of Taylor Lewan playing left tackle for the Titans. And I would say to you that whether they can do it without with or without Taylor or with or without AJ, it's a different conversation and and a conversation worth exploring. But in the last game that I saw, they could have really used Taylor Lewan's help. Um, Lewan is the cornerstone of today's Titans, says Brad Lifford. Missing your Pro Bowl left tackle. Definitely impacts playoff success. This is from Dirk at time on YouTube. Look how dog shit the Chiefs looked missing both their starting tackles. I mean, it's it's what lost them the game. The fact that the offensive line was not right in front of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, there were drops. The Patrick Mahomes still made incredible throws, you know, basically parallel to the ground where he's launching them from all kinds of ungodly angles and they're hitting wide receivers and running backs in the face mask and they're just flat out dropping passes. Maybe they win uh, if just, you know, two or three more guys catch a ball. But it was a shell of that Chiefs team that we knew to be great because the the offensive line in front of the best quarterback that I've ever seen play completely devolved, and he was not able to sustain because of the way that the Buccaneers were able to pressure the backups. Uh, you might want to get a new favorite, Tier Tart, says Lewis. Just I don't. I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying that Lawan's my favorite. I'm not saying that AJ Brown's not my favorite. I I don't I don't have favorites like that. Right? I'm a reporter. I just it's that's not how it goes. Um, but I will say to you that I recognize the value of a franchise left tackle, especially one that's not getting paid at the top of the league like he was when he signed his contract. Taylor Lewan, right now, the talent level at the at the price point, it's an incredible value and one that I think is going to uh gonna make a big difference if he comes back right and ready to go, as he is saying that he is on social media. Let's uh let's wrap things up. Let's get you back to what remains of the home run derby. 
right now. Really enjoying it on ESPN. It's uh, it's Trevor Story versus some dude named Mancini, who I have no idea who that is. But we're going to watch it, and we're going to watch it together. We're going to get get it back to you momentarily. The question that I have for you, based off of this Taylor Lewan conversation, who had the better chug? Is it Taylor Lewan or another left tackle in the NFL? David Bakhtiari. I don't know how many of you watched game three of the NBA Finals last night after we wrapped up primetime, but I certainly enjoyed it as well. Uh, who had the better chug? I don't know how many people saw David Bakhtiari slug one last night with his dad and at the uh, at the Bucks game because he's now become famous for chugging beer at sporting events. But Taylor Lewan and the Titans offensive line, they're not the first to do it, but they're the ones to do it uh, in a way that went viral. Some Somebody needs to – this is probably the greatest question or the most uh, heated debate that we're going to have. Who had the better beer chug? Was it Taylor Lewan or was it David Bakhtiari, the Green Bay Packers? Speaking of franchise left, left tackles. Bakhtiari, uh, Dom Odell says, because he actually drank the damn beer. All right, we'll get into it momentarily. We'll keep uh, we'll keep you guys a part of the conversation. You'll see both chucks, so you can compare for yourself right after I tell you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. That is where you go for your dream address without the stress. That is where you go to sell your home for more with the Gary Ashton team. I love the Gary Ashton team because that's who I found my dream address Without the stress through, I could not have been more pleased like Angela Ward, who writes in on the Google reviews of the Ashton team. Doug Smith at the Ashton Group truly went above and beyond in helping us with our home search. We had a pretty complex list of requirements for our home, and he found several that fit the bill. He helped us find and purchase our dream home, and I highly recommend him to anyone who asks. He couldn't have asked, we couldn't have asked for better, uh, for a better, more helpful realtor. Give him a call and let him help you Find your dream home, too. Uh, you can be like Angela Ward. You can have an incredibly uh, meaningful and incredibly beneficial home buying experience with the Ashton team. And if you are somebody who wants to take advantage of this seller's market, sell for more. The Ashton team will help you find that value at GaryAshton.com. The best in the business. All right, beer chugs. Who did it better? Let's start with Taylor Lewan at the Preds playoff game against the Carolina Hurricanes this last Stanley Cup playoff run, and then we will show you David Bakhtiari at the Bucks game last night.
He definitely knows how to put put on a show. That's Taylor Lewan. Something ceases. The ultimate hype man. Lewan didn't chug. He took a beer shower. Uh, <laughs> a beer shower, indeed. Uh, it's not Taylor. Got to drink the beer, not pour it on yourself. Listen, I, what Taylor did was get the people going. There is no disputing that. The people love when Taylor Lewan is there chugging beers at Preds games. But I have to side with the people. The people are not wrong in this particular instance because David Bakhtiari actually chugged the beer and then he got some help from his dad in what was probably the best of these videos that I've ever seen. I mean, the Bakhtiari one is great. The Bakhtiari one is incredible. The, the the pure joy on this man's face when he goes, that's my dad. And then he sees the dad is actually about to slug the beer and he loses his mind. He lets the hair flow. He has a big time. David Bakhtiari with the best of the beer chugs, without question. Uh, you know, Luan, Luan, Luan kind of played himself on these beer chugs because now anything after... The entirety of the Titans' offensive line slugging beer, luging beer off of a, of a catfish. You know, you're going to have a hard time living up to anything else. You've already set the bar so high that it's tough to, you know, kind of reach reach that peak again. David Bakhtiari out here doing it. I got, I got to watch that one one more time because it's equal parts wholesome and hype. This courtesy of the Milwaukee Bucks on Twitter last night. <laughs> It's so pure. It was one of my favorite things that I saw yesterday. Uh, and, you know, it helped that the Bucks ended up just absolutely kicking the Sun's ass in Game 3. We're going to have an actual series in the NBA Finals, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, I'm excited to have you guys back. Uh, excited to have you guys back in force. We're going to keep the conversation going. Something to look forward to tomorrow, um, whether it's on the uh, primetime show or on the radio show. Tomorrow, 
while I'm on the air on 104.5 The Zone for my radio show from 10 to 1, the Preds are scheduled to make a, a pretty significant announcement, it sounds like. Uh, Adam Vingan, our friend, our Preds, uh, our Preds reporter friend at The Athletic, has said he has been told it involves Pecorine. Emily Proud over at WKRN News 2 added that it involves also food. So if one is to, you know, make a, make an assumption, not that we know anything, but it would be a reasonable assumption to think that tomorrow could be the day that Pecorine retires as a member of the Nashville Predators. So uh, we'll carry that press conference for you live. It's at 11 o'clock. It's right in the middle of the radio show. So make sure you don't miss it from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. And if you can't listen to it live, that's just fine because we'll come back on primetime later that night and talk about it, or you could just catch it on the podcast. Uh, the Buck Rising Show from 10 to 1 or in your favorite podcast app. Very, very simple. All right. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy the Home Run Derby. I'm certainly going to do that. I've got a bunch of good content coming for you tomorrow. Make sure you don't miss out wherever it is that you're consuming it, because I promise you, I've got a lot of great content coming and a very big excitement or a very big announcement on Wednesday that is going to get you so fired up for football season. Don't miss out and make sure that you're staying by your podcast apps because you're going to want to smash that subscribe button as soon as I tell you what's going on. Just got to wait till Wednesday to do that. In the meantime, uh, keep bringing the energy, keep bringing the effort. You know that I'm going to do the same because I'm not tired yet. Oh!